Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Today, we thought we would jump into uh, a conversation on writing. Uh, writing is obviously really core to, uh, to my life uh, and to the life here at Ransomed Heart, to what we do. But I think there's some things about the writing life, how we write, why we write, literally how we approach writing that I think would actually be really interesting and helpful to a, a much broader audience. I think there's a lot of closet writers out there or aspiring writers. A couple months back, we were talking about doing a, a workshop on writing, and I was surprised how many people came out of the woodwork you know, saying, oh, I'd love to do that. I'd yeah. love to take a class on writing or a workshop. Or What really surprised me were the number of people who said, I already am, either blogging or journaling um, you know, or just writing sort of their reflections. Um, and there's something about sort of just the creative life that is really built into all of us. So um, on writing, Craig, you um, just stepped into this. Uh-huh. And I'm wondering, what's it like for me to say, let's talk about your writing? About my writing? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not going to talk about Shakespeare's. Uh, yeah. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm aware that I'm sweating. I'm aware that uh, my blood pressure's up. I'm aware that uh, the smile feels a little more forced right now. I'm aware of the fact that... Uh, I'd really rather talk about something else, yeah. and yet, this is the thing I want to talk about the most. Right, right. Uh, Wh- why the ambivalence? Well, I, it feels like um, I'm standing in front of a crowd, naked, and um, no one leaves without sharing their thought on what they see. I just Ooh. feels very vulnerable to yeah. s- to say yeah to say I am writing and I love it um this makes me feel more craig than just about anything else and I want so much to do it well and I'm so frightened that me putting myself out there is um, will affect nothing. Now, I don't feel that way about speaking. Right. I don't feel that way about any other area of my life. But right. in this, I feel like um, this is the most vulnerable thing I could do. Well, and as you know, I've wanted, you've asked to see some of my writing, and I've heartily agreed and assured you there's nothing more I'd like and how much have you gotten? You know, I just <laughs> I just want to touch it up a little more. Yeah. I just yeah. let me run through this again. And yeah. and I love it, but I don't know what you'll think. And I don't know if I want to risk that. And but I do. Yeah. Yeah. There was some moment uh several months ago now, gosh, more than probably six months ago where you came 
to the conclusion that you want to write Mm -hmm. and more so that you are Mm -hmm. a writer. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I put that in my journal and I, I proclaimed it in my journal. I'm a writer. There, I said it. And why is that and, so well? And I difficult. think I think I shared the story with. Her. I feel like the thirteen-year-old kid with a slingshot in his back pocket and a, you know, cowlick hair, freckles, missing his front tooth, telling a crowd of his uh, parents' friends, "I'm going to be president someday." Yeah. And everyone is looking at him, going, "He's not going to be president." <laughs> yeah. But no one says anything because they love his enthusiasm. Yeah. and Oh, Jimmy, that's yeah, so yeah. neat. You bet you, buddy. And at 55, I'm saying I want to be a writer. And I, I, you know, you just have this fear that everyone's going, that's great, Craig. That's great. Follow your heart. Yeah. He'll never be a writer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pause. This is why this conversation is so, I think, going to be helpful for so many people on so many different fronts. I want to make an observation. I want to say that that feeling, that deep fear and desire mixed together, this is what I want to be true. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to be true about me. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And the fear that comes with it, the ambivalence of, ooh, I I don't even want to admit that. I certainly don't want it. Admit it publicly. Right. I can barely admit it to myself. Yes. I want to say, friends, that that, when you experience that around anything, I want to be a teacher. I want to travel. You know, I, I want to. I want to coach sports. I want to be an athlete. I, you know, I want to be a pastor. I want. You know, you are probably very close to your calling. Mm-hmm. That this one experience may be the most reliable guide, indicator, proof, test, that you are getting very close to naming your calling. Because what you're describing, Craig, is something so deep in you Mm -hmm. that you desperately want it to be true, Mm -hmm. and you're afraid that it is not. Bingo. Bingo. Okay. Just as a side note, friends, as, as you sort of push into desires and, and your heart's coming alive, you know, when you're close to this experience, you are, you're on to it. That's a really good thing. Um, okay. So you admitted, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to do. What next? What have you had to battle through in order to write, because you are writing, and yeah. you've actually written a ton. You just haven't shown it to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> what do you have to battle through? Well, you know what I'm, I'm finding is, um, as I read through my journals and as I'm writing now in my journals, I'm really enjoying it. So I'm feeling a slow kind of inner confidence that, you know what, this, this really is good. Now, maybe not everyone would think of it, but some of the fear is dissipating because, you know what, this is okay. I've started uh, blogging, and that's been fun because there's some immediate feedback. It's yeah. a little safe. It's a little informal. Yeah. And I'm loving that. And I'm getting some feedback that goes, 
okay, maybe I'll, you know, put my whole leg in the water. Right. Um, but I think the biggest, the biggest battle is simply it's going public with it. And my private writing and all that, I love it. I do it. It's showing someone it. And John, I'm guilty of this with you, which is another story. But then when you you put a little something out there and you put it out there with this question linked to it, I wonder what they think. I trust them. They're my friend. I know their heart's good. I know they're for me. I just long to hear their feedback, affirmation or, or direction or, you know, some helpful critiques. And you don't hear a thing Oh. Uh, it just kills you. I, th- oh. That's my worst fear is I write something and it has no effect. Yeah. And yeah. so that's the fear is you put something out and it just doesn't matter. Right. Right. Which is why to walk into your heart's deepest desire is such a reflection of faith. Because you got to trust that God is in it. God's going to sustain you through it. It does. It feels extraordinarily vulnerable yeah. and risky. Yeah. And, and yet, um, I feel like it's the thing I do best. I, I don't feel speaking and talking like even now or in our Wild at Heart sessions or teaching I do. I don't feel like an effective communicator. I really don't see myself mm. gifted in that way. But mm. when I write, I feel like that's me. That's what I'm trying to say. And it just it more and more feels like that's who I am and that's the best place for me to, to speak what God's shown me. And it feels like there's some inevitable point I'm coming to where... I'm just a little more at peace, and I put it out there because I'm validated by God. Not everything's hinging on the writing, and there it is. There's Craig. Yeah. I'd love to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, so much sense. So much sense. You've been a journaler ever since you became a Christian. Actually, even before, yeah, yes. for 35 years. Yeah. So that's, I mean, but now you're talking about I'm actually writing a book. Right. This is different. Yes. I'm writing a book. Yeah. How do you approach writing? What's your style? How do you do it? I mean, I think that'd be helpful for people to know. What moves my heart? What makes me crack up? Um, uh, what do I see? And uh, it feels like I see things others don't mm-hmm. or see them from an angle others don't that um, is either poignant or humorous or speaks to um, real life, just seeing something and putting it to words. And, and, uh, and what's driving me is I think others think and feel this way and to say it and to kind of direct them to what's behind these simple everyday things is helpful. So I, I just sit down and write about the funny things, insightful things, the profound things, the things that move me to tears mm-hmm. or the things that move others to tears. John, I, I, I wrote a little story. You haven't seen it. But I remember when you, when Scout died. Yeah. And you were in such grief. Yeah. And you came over to our house. And at first I thought you were kidding. 
And my thought was, it's a dog. But then as I saw your grief being deep and true and real, I went to, what What am I missing? Or what's going on that I don't understand, mm. you know, about a man's heart yeah. and an animal and stuff? And I just found myself in seeing that, my natural curiosity, where I kind of processed that was writing. Mm-hmm. And I begin to, as I, as I wrote, I just begin to realize, you know, a heart alive is so sensitive to beauty and to pain yep. and to loss. And that you, yep. so I, I yep. write those things. And I yep. just think that, that lots of people don't understand what other people are going through or miss it. Mm. Mm. I don't think that's answering your question. But. No, it's good. It's good. That, and do you write on a laptop? Um, Do you write at home? Do you have a place that you write? Describe a little bit about that. Yeah, I have a journal. I usually write most everything in my journal. And then and then I get on the laptop and I try and transcribe it. And as I'm doing that, I'm very present. It doesn't feel like it's a writing assignment. Yeah. I'm very much kind of in the story thinking about it. And actually, um, it just feels like it's communion with God. You know, I'm just thinking, and I so I write. Yeah, I scribble things down. I've got, I've got 14 little notepads in different cars and stuff where a quote or an idea or a word comes to mind. I love words now, and uh, I was playing a little game. Words pop up, and so I write down the words. And I go, I want to use that word somehow. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I truncated. Someone used the word truncated the other day, and I scribbled it down. I go, I like that word. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's great. Do you write every day? You know what I found is um, no. There's – I've gone through a season where every day had a story and every day had something to write about. And, oh, I loved it. It was a season of grace and abundance and generosity. And then there's – there's days and weeks that go by where it does feel like a labor. And I want to write, but it's like there's nothing to write about. And uh, and I hate those seasons. Right. Because I want to write, and there's, there's nothing. But most days, yeah, there's a little something that may be a paragraph, it may be a sentence, it may be a whole story, or may just be an idea I want to come back to. And when did you decide that you're going to do all this as a book? I think several years ago, God spoke or desire surfaced and God affirmed him. And I always thought it was going to be a book on kind of theology, a deep and profound thing on redemptive community. And I was going to contribute to the scholarly understanding of some profound mystery in God's word. And and uh, that just never came. And as I was reading my journals, I just realized, you know what? I think I'm just a good observer of just life right. and just the the funky and the fun and the inspirational and the profound and the poignant. And when I made peace with, you know what? That's who I am. That's true. And that's needed. I said, that's the book. So that was probably a couple of years ago. I said, that's the book. 
it's going to be reflections on, on just this life with God and its quirkiness and its beauty. It seems like you've gone through the romantic stage, almost the courtship stage mm-hmm. of writing mm-hmm. where it came easily, it came uh, quickly, there were stories everywhere. Inspiration. And now you have a lot of raw material. Right. And you're in some new phase where you need to turn this into a book now. Right. Describe that. Well, the way I described it is if you picture puzzle pieces, I, I have enough pieces put together that it appears to be a fall New England farm. I have, a, I have what appears to be a bowl of buttered popcorn. And then a, uh, I've got uh, pictures of two dogs uh, licking one another. And it's, is this one puzzle or three puzzles? <laughs> I, I feels like I have really good stuff, but I don't know how to put it together. And this feels like the labor part yes. or yes. the need for something I'm unfamiliar with or I don't have or I don't know how to get or do. Yeah. I'm stuck. Yeah. So this is the next phase which is the actual work of writing, crafting a book. What's the flow? What's the structure? And just sitting down and doing, you know, it's, it's fun and easier to write when you're inspired, mm-hmm. coming off of a great story, mm-hmm. a great experience, something you just saw. feels like now you're in the phase of the labor of Michelangelo has seen the sculpture in the stone. Now I gotta just chisel. chisel. <laughs> I just gotta work, sweat, and craft something here. And that's that's the most vulnerable part because um, the inspiration is easy, but when it's work and I'm making choices to either go this way or that way, include this or that. Right strike this story, keep this one. When it doesn't feel inspired, it feels like, wow, now the full weight of this is on me. I'm actually chiseling. And that just feels like the most vulnerable part to yeah, me. right, right. And feel stuck in this work of chiseling yep. is overwhelming. Yep, it's and hard. John, I'd love to hear what you do and how you work through that. I, I mean love to hear how you write. How do you do this? Yeah. Okay, let's come back to that next time. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you loved it. We love getting your feedback as well. If you're enjoying these podcasts and would like to leave us a comment, please visit the iTunes store and do so. And by the way, all of our audio resources are now available for purchase through the iTunes store. You can find our resources and our other podcasts by searching for either Ransomed Heart or John Eldridge on the iTunes store. And to find out more about Ransomed Heart, our podcasts, our events, and all of the things that we're offering and doing, come to our website at www.ransomedheart.com.